Welcome to Question Point Pod. I am Belinda. It's Vince. We are back for another rip-roaring podcast extravaganza. So excited. Tons of stuff. Tons of stuff. First and foremost, we've had cable issues. Yes, we have. Last couple days, just no TV, which is fine, but that means no Wi-Fi, which basically means no podcasting. And we had stuff to talk about. We sure did. We did. We had a lot of stuff to talk about. We still have stuff to talk about. Yep. But we missed you guys, but we're back, and we have our computer Wi-Fi issues handled. There was a podcast done earlier. Yes, there was. In the podcast studio, and all went well. And it's up, and it's out there, so we're pretty happy about that. And what is the name of that one? Uh, It's just a little podcast called QP Sports Exchange. That's my own solo project that I do. And uh, we hit on a lot of issues. So go get the pod. Where you find this pod, you will find that pod. And I'm guessing all the issues are sports related. Pretty much. Okay. I have topics. I've come to the table bearing gifts. Okay. Gifts of hopefully entertainment. Okay. But also these are going to provoke some thought. So I have something for you that I really, it just grabbed my attention. I'm going to read you the story, and then you tell me what you think about it. Okay. So this story is happening in the suburbs of Chicago. Okay. Okay. And it's near Amazon.com delivery and Whole Foods centers. And basically what is going on is that drivers are putting cell phones in trees close to the delivery stations. Hold on. So they can get a jump on rival seeking delivery orders. How the actual Amazon computer works for delivery orders Mm -hmm. is whoever is closest in vicinity gets the order. So what they're doing is they're putting the orders or putting the cell phones in the in a nearby tree. They're getting the order first. So these are for like the same day orders and stuff, right? Same day orders or just the orders that are coming ready to go. Oh, okay. You know, so we have those independent delivery drivers every once in a while. It won't have an Amazon truck. It'll just be like a random car or truck or whatever okay and they'll come with like a package of or clothes or something small right okay so you gotta picture this so there's a delivery center amazon suburb chicago okay okay next to it it's like a whole food so it's all combined okay well they bought each other or something right yeah never mind now what is going on is there's a tree that is bordering the property of the Amazon Whole Foods delivery station. And because that tree is there, they're tying cell phones to the tree when the delivery is ready to be shipped out and they need a delivery driver. The people who are have their phones in that tree are going to get them first because they're in they're the closest in proximity. Oh, okay. 
Oh my gosh. Hustle or dirty pool? I mean, I don't know. Creative. Is it really meant as a first come, first serve? Or is like some supposed to go to Whole Foods and Amazon is getting it and vice versa? Well, I have an authority who has spoken on this. I'm going to read you this. Okay. Quote. Okay. These tactics are emblematic of the ferocious competition for work because of our economy. This comes from Forbes. Okay, so it's... So basically, there literally is dirty pool. It's not... Yeah. There is creative. Right. But but it's it's not in the... What's the word I'm looking for? In the spirit of just, okay, we're just driving around and serendipitous is we get this order. Okay. They're saying no. I am going to up my odds. Okay. Get this straight. Get your hustle on. Get your hustle on. Yeah. I mean, you know me. It should be all fair and all that stuff. I understand the hustle. I understand the, I got to feed my kids. I got to pay my rent. I got to, you know, take the dog to the vet. I mean, I understand all that. I know one thing. I'm not cut out to be that kind of. A delivery driver at all but these are the person these are the ones that are doing it like on their own like you said not the amazon bands and stuff no right those these are people those people those are contracted these are independent right. contractors right. where what is actually happening is they're getting deliveries and it's just kind of like uber right right okay you are the closest person right to the person who needs to be picked up so you get the- so you get the fare okay well what they're doing is saying and you got to think about it this way. Somebody had to really parse this out. That's what I was thinking. Somebody I mean, had to really think about this and go, hold on. The algorithm takes who can get to the office or to the station the quickest. Right. What I'm going to do is up my chances of getting this delivery by sticking my phone in the tree with like a string wrapped right. around it so I can make sure that I am right. one I mean, of the ones I to I understand get it. parking close to the thing because it's not like you're picking the package up somewhere else. I mean, if you're finished delivering and you're just ready to go, you're going to be picking it up from that area. So I understand staying in that area close. Okay, so when you hang your phone, do you go get your phone and then go? Well, yeah. Or do you have? <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. You need the phone to be able to But you deliver. answer. Like you have your phone and you get it sooner than someone. No, what happens is it's just like a Lyft driver, right? right. So I'm in a car. Right. I hear my bell go off. Bing, bing, right. bing, bing. I got a fare. Okay. So it would be the same thing. Oh, okay. You're, just... So they're sending out the Amazon bass signal. And you get it. You right. don't have to reply and take it. I mean, it's just literally right. comes to you. Right. Oh, okay. So you're sitting <sighs> here in your car kind of waiting. For, oh. the, for the bat signal. Summer, Chicago. Right. So you're sitting there. Maybe you pick up a Slurpee, 7-Eleven, a hot dog or something. <laughs> and you just got your phone just hanging out in the tree. Just waiting. Waiting for somebody. And then you have a speaker like into your car so you can hear it. Right. You Bluetooth. Yeah, you Bluetooth it so you right. hear it come on. Right. 
So you go get your car. No, you, no, you, you go, go get, get your the, phone. Yeah, and pick up the delivery. And pick up the delivery. Yeah. Now, what does Amazon and Whole Foods say about this? Because if it's in Forbes, they've got to know about it. I mean, there hasn't been an actual statement. Okay. But <laughs> I think it's funny that you would just pass a random tree and this phone sitting in it. I know, right? Can you imagine a teenager looking at it? Like a, like a random teenager just passing this thing up. Oh, my God. There's a Galaxy 10. I know, right? What? Um, Happy birthday to me. Exactly. You got to be really close to your phone. <laughs> and you can't look away. You can't, you can't play your radio. You probably can't. No, you can play your radio. Because it'll come in across right. that. It'll come through your speaker. Okay. It's same thing like you're sitting here listening to music here. Yeah. And then you get an alert or you get a email or you get a phone call, you get a text. Same exact thing. Yeah. You're well, just. You'd have to have a really good one and you have to really trust it. Make sure you uh, stay hydrated. You know? Yeah. I mean, what if you think about it? I'm just chilling, sitting on the hood of my car. I know. Drinking Slurpee. Waiting. Or an energy drink or whatever you do to stay awake to do that deal. And then uh, I think it's kind of enterprising. I know it is. it's kind of a, you know, gray area, hustle, whatever. But I think it's, it's creative one. Somebody took some time. I know. That's what I'm thinking. And it's kind of ingenious. Maybe on a kind of slimy way. So how many phones do you think are in this tree, and how many oh, they hit, cars are I saw the picture. Just, I saw the picture. You just, can go look at this. There's, there was like 15 phones. Okay, the and there's 15 trucks revving their engines. <laughs> or cars or whatever. Cars or whatever. Yeah. That's funny. I thought it to be odd when I saw cell phones sitting in the tree <laughs> and trying to see what the story was, and then when I read the story, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll All have right. to I'll have to find that photo. I'm oh gonna start God. putting stuff up on the website, and so we'll try to find that photo. I know you said we can find it, but we'll try to find it and upload it. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. Thank you for starting with that. Or just go to our Instagram or Twitter page, and we can put it up. That's just fine. Really I mean, write that down so we can go ahead and put that up. Okay, I'm writing down Amazon photo Instagram. Yeah. So we about to get real serious right now. Sorry. But something came across my eyes and I talked to a couple people about this. So in Southern California at Target locations. So, okay. Target. All right. There are groups of men or single men taking pictures of women. In the city of Alhambra, Pasadena, and Glendale. And also what we're finding out is that because of what's going on with COVID and the economics and everything going haywire, that human trafficking is becoming even more 
rampant. They actually, I saw a video also on this because it led me down like a little rabbit right. hole. Okay. There's a video online and I can't tell you exactly where it is, but there's this lady and she got bras for her daughters. Okay. At pink or what is it? Pink or Victoria's Secret. They do the pink line or whatever. Right. Okay. Okay. She got a bra from like what she had bought last year. And okay. then she got a bra that she had just purchased, like literally just purchased. She took it out the box or took it out the bag and whatever. And in the strap, they found a device, like a little plastic paper thin device. And they had all these little diodes and little whatever. And it was a tracking device. And the bra... They're putting them in the bra, and what they're able to do is then track them, and then they can keep their movements or whatever. They can find out where they live. They can find all this. And then they can take them. Yeah, absolutely. Like, stuff is going down in a real way. And I was just, I was blown away by the story. Yeah. Because my friend Elizabeth Martinez, friend of the program, and good friend, longtime friend, high school friend, she kind of turned me on to the story of the human trafficking. And it's a real thing in um, that area. So Glendale, Alhambra, Pasadena, there's a little corridor that's like between like west of downtown L.A. and a little east of downtown L.A. And yeah. it seems to be some sort of human trafficking ring. And it's not just her. It's like six or seven friends that have talked about this and has seen this go on where there's been really strange men just taking pictures, taking photos of women right. as they leave the target and enter the target. I have goosebumps and I'm totally speechless. I just, I mean, things like that, just my little heart is crying. I had read on Nextdoor, you know, the app about fireworks and what everything that's going on and stuff, that there was two people, two ladies in Long Beach that were abducted but, like, they found the ring and had busted it up. And I don't think it was anything elaborate like that. I think they were just grabbing women and had had them for a while. But they did find it and bust it. And that was, so I was like, oh, yay. <laughs> I mean, I know it's bad. I know it. seen people who have been, when I was in the house, I had people who had been through that and... I, I'm speechless. I mean, I just, I'm speechless. I mean, this sounded like some blacklist type stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, it really is. And it's, it's just depressing. And, and the more the people are inside and not communicating with people, the more stuff like this is able to go on, probably. This is a story as old as time. Oh, no, I know. When, when things go wrong, when things get bad, yeah. Uh, you, you have your people who are people who are good. That doesn't put you in certain economic status. Right. That doesn't put you different, whatever color you are. There's good people in every color. There's good people in every economic bracket or whatever. Right. But there's just people who are going to impact their community very positively. And mm-hmm. there's going to be people who impact their community in the most horrendous way possible yeah and unfortunately the old saying goes is that 
evil wants equal time. Right, that's true. Bottom line is for every story that you hear that somebody's donating. Uh, I heard a story just today that the quarterback of the Rams is donating a thousand backpacks to the Inglewood community, surrounding community. Okay. So literally his Yay. foundation did that. But for the person who is doing this, I mean. Yeah, there is a you know, equal balance. There it is. And people are opportunists. Um, I mean, you saw it for Amazon. I mean, they're going to come up. That's nowhere near as bad. But I mean, they're going to make an opportunity for themselves. And these people are too. Okay. Speaking of opportunists, okay. I have something. Opportunist. People who are opportunistic opportunistic yes that's the word i'm trying to get to she's trying to get to opportunistic okay so opportunities okay she said earlier no no opportunistic okay this is serious stuff Bob Woodward, he heard from Trump in February that this COVID thing is just going to be out of control. It's literally just airborne, and that's how you catch it, okay? He heard those words from Trump, which is bad enough, but this guy who was like the savior of Watergate and all that stuff and journalistic and integrity and helpful to people and journalists for the right reasons and everything, right? He didn't say anything until it's on the front page, first page of his book that came out yesterday or is coming out tomorrow. Journalistically, I think that sucks. The thing about it is, is that to get the interview, he might have not been able to divulge that information. We don't know he that. He might have been contractually obligated. To what? Wait until he puts his book out? Well, you got to understand who he's talking to. I understand, but you got to understand. That's the leader of the free world. I know, but. I mean. He wouldn't have done that in the 70s. Well, I'll put it to you this way. He's interviewed presidents all the time. I'm not saying it's right. What I'm saying is to get the interview, there might be things that are said in that interview that are not able to be just divulged immediately. I don't know. But I know in any interview process that I've ever been in, I've had people, publicists or managers or whatever, they've said, okay, we'll talk about this, this, and this. These two or three things, 
are off limits. You can negotiate, try to get it, try to get those things right. on record, or maybe it's a, you know, it's a talent that you just want to have and you want to you want to deal with, or you, you know, it's such a good get, just the name itself, and there it might be a complete bluff piece. You kind of swallow, and that's what it is. I'm not sure. I wasn't there. I don't no, I know, know the whole deal. Well, but I can understand that part of it where I would swallow information even though this would have been terrific to have in February for everybody. Here's the thing, though. The way society is now, this guy comes out in February. Do you think anything has changed in what we have now? You think, like, there would have been some light bulb that went off and everybody's head... I see people walking down the street now, still, no mask on, whatever the case may be. So, I mean, I don't know if even if he would have came out and said, hey, listen, there's going to be this really gnarly thing that's going to happen. We're all going to be affected by it to the point where we're not going to be able to go work. Uh, people going to die. Uh, you're going to be in a hospital for a long stint. When you get out the hospital... Things still won't be right and won't be right for a year. You know, I know, but earlier would have been better, I'm sure. And it really reeks. I'm going to look, I'm going to try to look farther into it and see if there's any disclaimer or anything. But it really looks like a journalist turned publisher turned keeping it for his book that comes out. That's what it looks like on the service. The question, and for Woodward, it's a really bad look. The question I would have is, were things that he said to him, were they immediately followed up with, that's off the record? Right. No, I understand. Because I've had people say to me something where it's a good piece of information, but... As soon as they said off the record, that was it. That well, was it. As much as I wanted to run with it, as much as I wanted to, no, I know, to I understand. Scream to the heavens about it, hey. I understand, but know. I just don't think it's a good look for him at this point. I think his first page should have been. I have extremely sensitive information that I was unable to show you in February, because of blah blah blah, and now here is the story. Well, it's just I just don't think it's a good look for him. I mean, I remember when it happened. I mean, I remember him. So, to my generation, it's just it's really bad luck. Well, I understand your dismay. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate your your fervor for getting to the truth. The first thing I read, my immediate thought was February. Really, Bob? And then, like, the third thing I read finally was, like, because the two were, like, talking about the book and praising the book and everything. The third thing I read was, like, really, Bob? February? <laughs> so I was like, yes, I'm not the only one thinking that. I mean, I'm off that. like I said, it's one of those things my first question would be, was there any verbiage right. that would exclude that information to be yeah. put out? No, I mean, I agree. At an appropriate time or at a time that you can't do this immediately. 
Right. It'll no, no. Send the country into a panic. Right. No, I get you that. You do more harm than good if you let this go right, right now. But I, like I said, I really think the first page should have been. This is why it's coming out now instead of before everybody died, <laughs> or something like that. Rock gets his own word in the dictionary. Are you serious? What? Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock. One of his favorite terms that he would call his opponent back when he was in the WWE. Right. He used to call people jabroni. Right. Okay. I've heard that. And it was basically a just... A term of, I don't sweat you, you're just a jabroni, which... Is that with a G or a J? J. Thank you. So, the word jabroni is being added to dictionary.com. That is fun. <laughs> now, here's the thing. The Rock actually did not coin the phrase. Okay. The phrase was made popular by the rock okay he made it in a sense famous right actually who actually came up with it was the iron sheik back in the 80s the who the iron sheik oh okay yeah oh that's funny who was like a friend of the rock's dad rocky johnson this is a he used to call little rock a jabroni okay so that's where he got it from right i mean it's really Exactly. Just passed down. Okay, that's exactly. great. I like that. So The Rock was already iconic, but now he has an actual word and dictionary. That's cool. That will literally be kind of tied to him. Yeah. No, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. I do like that. Thought it was awesome. <laughs> the Rock. If you smell la 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 la. What the rock is cooking. <laughs> Hopefully the rest of the family is still sleeping. I don't know. Boots the mascot. Attack dog cat seems to still be sleeping, so everything's okay. He produces his show in his sleep. I know. What a great job. <laughs> this cat is just, <laughs> he is a mastermind behind the show, I believe. Well, it was funny because mom was trying to find him earlier. And I was like, well, dad's in there just talking away nonstop. So he's probably curled up underneath his chair just listening to his voice. Making sure his pod goes up correctly. And he was. Sleep. Um, Do you want to hear about when I took Boots to his second vet appointment? 
I actually got one more piece okay. of information. That's fine. That I want to give you. I will receive it. So, Apple had a new release of their operating system the other day. Okay. Tell me about it. So, Apple released what they call iOS 13.7. Okay. Would you like to know what the upgrade was to the iOS 13.7? You are going to tell me how it is different from the iOS 13.6? Exactly. Okay, so amaze me and entertain me. The the iOS 13.7 alerts you when you come in contact with somebody who has COVID-19. Oh, it has that. Yeah. Because I knew people were working on it. So, first of all, here's the parameters. Yeah, what's it do? You have to opt in. Okay, opt in, I guess. Basically, as soon as you gave your email away, you opt in anyway. Yeah, exactly. You're, I mean, they know you. You just now you can find out about them. <laughs> so how it works is your phone quietly works in the background, taking note when you pass somebody and you come close to somebody, so it can detect okay. when somebody comes close to you, breaks that six foot okay. wall that you're supposed to have. Hashtag. Social distance. Please tell me it just goes wah, 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 no, wah, no, no. move away, move away. Absolutely not. Okay. Do that. So what happens is. We'll listen to Apple's idea. What goes on from that point is that just like you would track your amount of mileage you would do in a day, your steps. Right. So when somebody goes and have the COVID test that you come in contact with. Now, obviously, I guess they have to be Apple people, too. Right. It will show you a list. And it will say, okay, you come in contact with these people. Oh, it shows you that they've been tested? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I had heard where ones were going to, like, figure out the area that they were from by their zip code and their no, it's, whatever and tell you if you were... It's a for real situation. Okay, so, like... But I'm not an Apple person, so I won't show up as having tested negative. I have not seen where it handles Androids. It right. must be just Apple. Now, how are they getting? How are they getting the information that's supposed to be HIPAA protected? Who Is knows? Is the COVID test just not HIPAA protected? Who knows? There was no information. No, on I'm that. sure. Well, there Apple's was, not going to say. It was say. just basically, hey, guess what? You want to know if you came in contact with somebody with COVID nineteen? Here you go. Yeah. So I don't I, know what backdoor situation that Apple has with the military or with the government right. or whatever. I'm sure there's some. It's got to be something. Some, some strange bedfellows there somewhere, but. I just find it interesting. Oh yeah, that you can literally just walk through, meander through a mall or whatever, and you come in close proximity of a person, and I guess there's some sort of indication by your phone can heat sense whatever right that that person three feet away, and because phones can talk to each other, they have that capability of right you you can send information right i can send information to you if we're in a close proximity which is why you have so to what consent. so what is going on is that the phones are probably talking to each other anyway. to begin with yeah 
So this is just saying to you, we are going to pull the curtain back and okay. let you see. Let you know. So how does it alert you? Does the phone vibrate? Oh, no, it, it gives you like an alert, like a notification. Hey, by the way, you today, you came in contact with three people with COVID. Boom. Oh, it doesn't tell you until the after? Like it gives you like like you would get your mileage. Like you know how you oh, hit at the, the end. Okay. thing. Right. So it's not like two people stand next to each other and all of a sudden their phones are both going to go. No, that's no. And they're going to move away from each other. supposedly a report that shoots out to you. Okay, well, that might be how they're getting around it because it's not specific. You're not going to know who it was. And I'm really kind of thinking that. Well, you know who you've been around. You well, know but who if you just but if you've just been in the mall, well, you don't go to the mall anymore. If you've yeah. been to the store, you're not going to know who well, it is. Well, let's say you have a, a family barbecue. Right. Or you have a. See, it's those that are. Work. That's, party. Yeah. That's Supposedly where people are passing hashtag it. Social distancing. Yeah, that's where people are passing it is family barbecues and stuff like that. Like you know your own peeps and you think you know other family members from other you know, but it's scary, it's scary. So I don't know if I would want I don't and, know what good a and when this report po- would do. And when this podcast goes up on Friday. Yes. There will be 17,000 people at Arrowhead tomorrow for the for the football game. 17 grand. Yeah, I'm going to have to listen to your podcast. I really don't understand that at all. I just don't. I heard like when you were listening to the ESPN and I heard a couple things they said, but I just don't get it. But By the oh, way, college football, there's going to be fans. Yeah, I know. I, I don't get that, but that's a whole nother. We're ramping up. Get your fandom on. Because sports is now literally bulldozing this way back. Please get your fandom on at home. That's just my little shout out. I took Boots to his second vet appointment and I took him because he needed to get shots and stuff but he was also it was in the middle of a really hot humid week so we went over and lift I had wound up I was going to take him in a bag that was smaller but still zipped up correctly and stuff so instead I wound up getting this gigantic duffel bag like you know eight heads in a duffel bag big enough he's in it we're in the back of the car um, when I get there, I call, I check in, I give my reasons, flea medicine, vaccines, plus he's Logie. So when I get to the point where I hand him Hold over. Hold on. Oh, the word Logie? Hold on. Describe Logie, because okay. I had never heard 
that word okay. until the other day. You know, when it was really hot and humid and you didn't want to move around and you just were there, uh, that's Logie. Okay. So you were Logie. The cat was Logie. The cat was just laying there, inert, no drive, no get up and go, no oomph. This sounds like a made-up word. It's really not. If you look it up. I understand while I'm that talking. it's not a made-up word. Okay. I said it sounded like a made-up word. Okay. I can get that where it sounded like it. But, I mean, I've just, I've just known it my whole life so because I've lived in hot human places. Okay. So I hand him over at the door. I'm like, you'll take him out of this, right? Because, you know, it's hot and humid. It's huge and uncomfortable. The attendant's like, yes. And then I'm like, oh, and there's socks in there because, you know, they smell like us. And, oh, you know, he shakes his head yes. And then I hear my mother's voice say, oh, you know it all. I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) And then the door closes on me. And I totally understand. But it's like turning over your child, like a kingdom at kindergarten or something, I'm sure. Because here I am with this poor cat who's at our mercy. And I'm just handing him over to this stranger. When I got him back, Boots got his shots, he got his flea meds, and yes, he was Logie from the heat, just like the rest of us, which is what we were hoping for, but we had to make sure. So that was me turning over Boots on my second visit. This cat lives a life. I know, he does, doesn't he? This dude got a water fountain, water (laughs) hole thing. Well, cats like running water, plus he keeps spilling his water bowl for this some, some reason. This is some nonsense that I've never heard of before. It's working, isn't it? I, yep. <laughs> it keeps the water cool. Just like with everything, guys, sometimes <laughs> happy wife, happy life. You just got to just go, okay. Well, I don't have to say a word. I just go, uh-huh. Well, I have had pets my whole life, so one way or another, I've probably gone through more crazy things and off and on and what works and what doesn't work. I've probably gone through a couple more than you have, so luckily you just say okay and you turn it over. So I am very lucky that way. My husband is very accommodating that way. As you wish. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. There's certain things I just, <laughs> there's no reason for me to fly the well. <laughs> there's certain things that I can just sit here and go like this. Okay. It's fine. And whew, stay like Teflon. <laughs> Stuff sliding off. Yo. It's what you got to do to survive. Okay. In COVID. Well, you're doing it pretty good at it. Um, remember I had those library books. That we needed, that we checked out before COVID started. So then the libraries just like keep them forever until COVID ends. And then they're like, okay, you've got a time frame to turn them back in. And of course, nobody made it to a library to turn them back in. So then we had them past that time. And, you know, we didn't do the pickups with the books like, with the books like we had hoped to. So I finally made arrangements through Lyft to take me somewhere. And then on the way back, we were going to stop off at the library, local library, and then we were going to come home. So we get to the library, and the Lyft driver is very nice because, of course, I have my oxygen tank and everything. So he gets out at this closed library, 
and he goes up to this really big, colorful box that looked like it would be the place to drop off box. But it's all taped up and everything. It's like not ready for use yet. He turns to me and he's like, oh, so then he like walks around the building to get to the, another part of the building and he can't find the drop off box. So he finally comes back and he does find a drop off box for me. And he comes back in and he brings me home. Now, about a week after that, I started seeing online about these big ballot drop off boxes that they were dropping at libraries and other general places so that you could drop off your ballot instead of worrying about the big mail-in thing and stuff. And it was the big box. <laughs> it's this big yellow box that had like all this caution tape over it and everything. And that was already at the library. But as I said, the nice Lyft driver put my books in for me and they're finally out of our hands and our house. Hallelujah. Well, you know, I still have to look and see what kind of fines were racked up. Still waiting on those. Well, we're hoping that since we finally turned the books in, maybe that it would be reduced. See, this is where we were talking about you taking a picture of Mom and I trying to return the books to the library and seeing, you know, with her walker in my air, if they would actually charge us, if they would just be so happy we'd shown up. <laughs> it's beyond me. It really is. This stuff that goes on in this house, honestly, I just sit here and I just, <laughs> yo. Well, it goes on in a lot me. of houses. I just, sometimes you just gotta go. Yup. And move along. Because <laughs> you really don't have anything to say on that. And if you did have something to say on it, your logic is not going to match up with that other person's logic. It's just not. So you just, you know what? Keep it classy, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um, the Mulan movie, $30. No. I have found out it is you own the movie. It's added to your Disney library or whatever. So you can watch it. You don't have to wait to stream it and stuff. You can watch it. Um, There's stuff now, going on with that, though. Okay, there was a, there's a rumor slash memo that was found that Disney mentioned that it's going to be free to start streaming it free in December, which we all knew there was going to be a time. We just don't know when the time is. But it has now been, Disney has hastily scrubbed that data, and you can't find it anywhere. So that is left open if case they want to still charge you in December and maybe open it up in January or February, depending on how many $30 keeps rolling in. Now, I haven't heard anywhere about how many $30 are rolling in. Um, I just know everybody's upset. I know Granny has told the girl, just don't press on it. Please don't press on it. <laughs> so have you heard anything or seen any? No, I have to do more checking, but there's some sort of racial deal that's going on with it. Oh, you mentioned that. Yeah, see, it's okay know. when it's a cartoon, but as soon as you get people. I'm not sure. I'm not at liberty to speak about it because I'm ignorant on the topic. Yeah, I'm sure that But the be one out. thing I will talk about is this $30 that, that Disney Plus trying to get out of me when you have given me no programming since I had you except for The Mandalorian. 
which should be coming. You could talk about Hamilton all day long. Well, I know, but that was a real biggie. That's for a cool, lot. and that's real cool. But until I see WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I know you could keep it moving. I know, and you charging me thirty dollars for Mulan when I have been a Disney Plus person for months, and I'm looking at not a lot of original programming. Right, they do have some, but. I mean, Disney, basically, the girl watches it. Um, and I mean, extensive catalog when it comes to Star Wars and all that. Great. All the Marvel movies seem to have made themselves, moseyed themselves over to Disney Plus as well, which is good. But you want to charge me $30 for Mulan, and I was supposed to have... Falcon and the Winter Soldier, literally now? No, I know, but like COVID now? happened. COVID happened. And no, that's, I get all that. That's, that's not my, that's not my I know, problem. I understand, but I'm saying and the only reason they are offering it for $30 is because they did not offer it in the theaters. There's obviously theaters open somewhere because we've seen commercials for some movies and it Tenet. says it says at local theaters if available. So, I mean, I literally don't know where they are. They I like guess I could just Google where it is. They like freedom in Texas, though. Well, they want to be their own country. No, I know, but don't. Do you have something <laughs> COVID-related to no, back just, it up? You're just, just sitting you're here. Just they want to be, okay. literally, Texas has been talking about succeeding from the union. Oh, no, I know. For, I mean, literally decades. I know, I know. Okay. They got their own oil. They have, they have their own waterway. So, honestly, they literally could break off from the country and be their own sovereign state if they wanted to Right. Okay. Well, when they're closer to that, we will talk about it. Yeehaw. Chadwick Boseman. R.I.P., young soldier. May you rest in paradise forever. You know, this is tough, not just because of the fact that I'm a Marvel fan and obviously going to be a Black Panther fan. Because, first of all, it was super cool for a African-American. And I hate to even have to say that. But it was cool to see an African-American as a superhero. Yes, it was. It was also very cool to see how... He did a lot of public speaking at colleges and graduations and things of that nature. And his message to the young people is to literally grasp for the stars. And not just in some cliched way. Right. Work hard. Do this. Do this. You are our future he picked projects to do that would make his people proud. He was Jackie Robinson in 42. Yep. He was Thurgood Marshall in Marshall. And the list goes on. So he's gone at the age of 43. He had colon cancer. Guys, if you're 50 years old, 
if you're younger, go get it. I am, after the COVID thing, I am going to go get one. I am, I just turned 48, so I will be on that. The thing that really just struck me about the story was that he knew he had cancer as he was going through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Infinity War, Black Panther, Civil War, he knew he had it. So, the clock was ticking. Yeah. So, he wanted to put up memorable work before he left this earth. Yeah. So, honestly, I believe what we do, there's an art to it. What we're doing right now, there's an art to it. Okay. Having a conversational podcast where we're hoping to involve and kind of cocoon our audience. Right. And so they're getting, we're talking to them. Oh, definitely. Right. We're talking to each other, but we're talking to them. My hope is that in some way I have impacted the listener or touched their heart or gave them a piece of knowledge throughout a podcast where just a little bit. They don't need to think about it 24-7 right. until the next pot. But, oh, yeah, I remember Belinda and Vince talking about this on their pot. Right. It doesn't need to be earth-shattering. Or something conversational that they bring up to somebody else, the loved one. Right. So I don't have that type of artistry to really fully understand what that man had to go through to get through the multitude of hours for those movies and then promote them. Right, right. There's that too. Right. Because the Crest Junket itself, to sit in front of a microphone where they're just going to be piping in radio station after radio station after radio station after radio station. Right. And then TV, TV, TV. And bright then lights, your, bright lights, bright lights. Right. And then, and then you go on your talk show. Right. right. And then we're not even talking about magazine articles, podcasts, you know, so on and so forth. So for him to put himself through that for four years and to go... Quietly. To go in a way where it took everyone by surprise. They're, the only people who knew, seem, or seemed to have known, were people close to him, family. Right. Business partner. Right. Or partners. And his doctor. Right. That was it. Because when... I heard that. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. No, I remember. I was just. Are you out of. What? Yeah. I remember. We were just flabbergasted. You lose. Chadwick Boseman, 43. Kobe was 41, 42. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, no, I know. It's. That's it's, nuts. It's to been me. crazy. And you're talking about somebody, like I said. I am a geek at heart. I love the Marvel Universe. I delved into shows that you sit there and you kind of go like, you really like that? I'm like, yeah, I no, do. No, I don't really say you really no, like that. No, not you. I'm but just basically, people. yeah, okay. I was in on Agent Carter, 
when that came out, oh, yeah. I was in on that. Yeah. You know, Agents of Shield in on that. Yeah. And you, I just had a rant about waiting for WandaVision and All that. Winter Soldier and uh, Fal- Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. With Chadwick being in the movies and in this universe and being such a strong character and then showing such a beautiful vibe with Wakanda, it was it was a rough go to hear it. And I just hope that his wife, his his family, I hope that um God is looking down on them right now and just consoling them and keeping just keeping them safe and just remembering the good times and just trying to pick up the pieces and Yeah. That's really all I can say about that. No. That's very beautifully put. Um, I have something about Chad Bozeman, but it isn't about him and the outstanding and courageous actor he was, the superhero. It's probably more about the role model that he was. This is one story of his impact on a seven-year-old named Keon Westbrook and what Chadwick Boseman meant to him. He never met Bozeman, and he only knew him as a Black Panther. But he did love seeing a face that looked like his saving the world on a big screen. He was a a good role model to me, and black boys, he let us know that black boys can be heroes too, which is something that Keon didn't hear very often. So he was overwhelmed with an urge to honor Bozeman. So he held a small memorial for him, and the pictures show... He's in front of his garage door, and he has all of his Avenger action figures. They're all there in attendance, and he has placed his Black Panther toy on top of a shoebox that he wrapped in black silk. Flowers surrounded the the box, and then there was an Iron Man glove to honor another hero who died on screen. So he had that, like, right in the front of it. And then it was him and his sisters, like, on either side of him, and... It shows them just striking the Wakanda Forever pose. That's dope. This is a seven-year-old. He understand. He has some knowledge of death. He knows that Chadwick Boseman has gone to heaven. He wanted to say his goodbye to him some way. So he said he taught me to fight back and to never give up. He taught the world to be nice and have a strong family. That's out of the mouth of a seven-year-old. And then I've seen since then that his father and mother, who are obviously very proud and very touched, um, they found other people's tributes to him, so they've been sharing them with him so he can just see how other people said goodbye. That's real. I know. What you're going to see with that is a lot of kids like that. I remember growing up, and seeing the Cosby show and going. Right, I bet. A black family, all professionals. Right. Kids going to college. Right. Hey, for real? Yeah, exactly. Now, we can do that? Going back to The Rock. Mm hmm. Really, into, now there have been other 
black wrestlers who have had success, but until The Rock, who is part Samoan and also part African-American, they had not had somebody who looked like them become champion and become champion like for a while. Right. Because no, The Rock, definitely. when he was in the WWE, it was him and like three or four other people. It was him, Triple H, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and The Undertaker. And those four were pretty much wherever the title was, one of the four were was around it or right. or had it. <clears throat> or had it, right. And... The Rock was a huge star, and he was able to be himself and had that that gravitas and and have that bravado, and he was unapologetic about it. Right. And he was a strong character, and he, wow, could he? I don't even know what the right stir the emotion of the fan in a way. Where whether he was a bad guy or a good guy, he he made you, he just made you whoever he was fighting, you cared, you cared about that match because you either wanted to see the Rock get his butt kicked or you wanted to see the Rock kick somebody's butt. Right. But no, I mean. till him, there was a lot of people who didn't look like him that were champions. Right. You know, no, definitely. And they were lighter in color. Yeah. You know. Well, and you said it really well that um, they let him be him. They didn't make him be some other kind of character, or I mean, they literally let him be natural, which you could tell, and that was Dwayne great Johnson. To see. Dwayne Johnson will tell you that The Rock is him, just turned up to eleven. Right. Exactly. I've heard that. There's no difference. Yeah. Between the two, it's just his personality amped. Amped. Up, 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 up. Yeah. Which I think is great. So. And I think that says a lot, and it shows, and it is it is a great example. What I really hope that a lot of people are seeing, out of bad things have come good. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. That you are seeing young people take to the streets and protest about Black Lives Matter. They're doing things on their social media to impact that situation. Right. They're getting people who look like them, who are young, to vote. Yes, that's a big one. So there are good things that are coming out of this. I think the the day that I'm praying for and the day... That I will go ahead and shed a tear of joy will be the day that I'm not looked at as you're a black podcaster or you're a black coach or you're a black businessman or you're a black CEO. You're the first black first, CEO right, of yeah. this company. See, that's you're that's the, the first tough. this of this. Yeah, that's the stuff I want gone. And that's and I felt that way. As a female, just, you know, you're the first female to do this. And, and I feel that way 
about minorities and being specific about you're the first one to do it. I'm like, well, how about there's enough of them all different types that I'm just one. I think the first thing that we got to do is instead of having you're the first one to graduate college that you're like in the long list, you're like the sixth. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, and make education important and make education a lift up for people of color. And accessible. Yeah. Also, help out our brown brothers from the south that come to this country looking for a better life. Yes. Who are willing to pick oranges, who are willing to, to clean toilets, who are willing to um, go in the gutters and do all this. Learn a language. Yeah. Send their kids to school and all this. So that goes for them too. They need to be seen. Yes. No, exactly. They need to be accounted for. They need to be recognized. And I think once we get to a point where there's a black person or a person of color or a woman and they're in a position that back in the day they normally wouldn't be in when it becomes old hat when there's a young lady who is the CEO of the company and she's like the sixth woman right exactly. who's been the CEO of that company that's when progress will have been made yeah no definitely so um but i hope that his movies are able to inspire a new generation yeah and i did find it funny um he has a new one out that netflix was supposed to have i didn't write the name five bloods no that one's already out there's another one yeah it's like Maisie something or the movie was supposed to come out like right around the same time he died. So they held it back. And I, they were holding it back in, you know, they didn't want to be money-grubbing because he had just died, I guess. But I wonder how long they're holding it because it's his legacy. I mean, and it's obviously something he wanted seen because he did it literally on his deathbed. I will see if I can come up with the name. It's probably something for the family. Yeah, it you is. Know, it's probably because of the fact that it's new. He yeah, I mean, die. I'm sure it is, but so I just... let that man rest for a second. And then we can celebrate his life later. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that, like, okay, that makes sense. There's a situation where let's mourn. Let's uh, reminisce about his past work. Right. And let's just reminisce about the man. Because the other thing with that is, is right... He actually got helped out by another famous actor, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, he did. So. Which was kind of cool. There is a story that Mr. Bozeman was given scholarship by no other than Denzel Washington. Isn't that great? When I read that, I was just like, A, of course, and B, my little heart was just. All warm and everything. <laughs> Denzel Washington is just a straight G. And what I mean by that, people, oh, people who are white do not think 
that I'm calling Denzel Washington an actual gangster. Oh, no. Okay. We won't. You got to kind of bear with me a little bit. First of all, real revolutionaries move in silence because um, that's not a story that's just out there. That's not a story that's like, oh, yeah. It's like you have to go look for that story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally it came out like it was the part I was reading. It was a side note. And I was like, oh, and I started looking further. So, yeah. Just pure class. Denzel is. I don't know what he's like to work with. I would think that because of the fact that he's really dedicated to his craft, he might be. One of those people, when he locks in, you got to lock in with him. Right. I can definitely understand him being demanding. But he just seems, in any interview that you hear him in, just his, it's not even his presence. It's the way he talks about things. The believability. He's just authentic when he speaks. Right. And I just like that there's, a person who is of color who just picks roles. Like here, I'm Denzel Washington. I'll just have to take whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, I obviously just, not. For a I long do, time, I haven't had to. I do what I want, when I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's for sure. And probably how I want. Exactly. <laughs> he gets it in. Denzel's my dude. All day long. Yes. My thing, my last thing about Chad Bozeman is that there were chemo treatments and surgeries that were woven in to his filming. Right. That is absolutely bonkers to know. Right. And... I can't even imagine what this guy was going through to get up every day. What I would love for somebody to have been with him through this and been kind of like a ghostwriter. Right, right. To really understand and to put onto paper what was in his mind and why he felt he needed to do this. Yeah, no, that would be interesting. Well, I also just read that while he was doing all the chemo and all that stuff, he was also corresponding with kids who had cancer, too, in his little freeze time. (laughs) Um, The name of the movie, um, the final completed film, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, is the one that was literally supposed to go out August 31st, and he died... August 28th. Yeah. So that's the one that they're holding back. I can understand that. Yeah. <laughs> He's corresponding with kids to say, hey. Well, yeah. I'm going through it, too. You're not alone, champ. Right. By the way, the Black Panther is checking on you. Right. I mean. You know. Just all kinds of. I mean, let's just. You know, wherever your fandom is. Yeah, you know, just as a human Jackie being. Jackie Robinson, whoever, 
whoever, you know, like you're a big Dodger fan or whatever, Jackie right. Robinson checking in on me, or the guy who played Jackie Robinson right. checking in on me. Man, that's just... Yeah. <sighs> I I mean, it, it probably had a lot of weight, and he did a lot of good. Just by that one itself, by that one, doing that one deed, he did a lot of good. I talk a lot to the little one about getting outside herself and opening her eyes to the world and knowing that it's not just you. Right. It's others. It's hard. You gotta feel and be moved. Yeah. In a way where the spirit moves you to do things for others. And I mean as far as a definition of that see Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. No, I, mean, I, agree. I literally won't have to do anything else <laughs> but Google what Chadwick Boseman went through his last four years. Yeah. And the things he did inside those four years yeah. knowing that the, the sands and the hourglass are getting low. Oh, yeah. that one, that, And that's like you said, that's why he chose the ones he did because basically all the famous ones that he's done, he was sick during one way or the other. Right. He was sick. It was starting. Sure. It was ending. It was in the middle. He was sick. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther. Wakanda forever. Also, shout out to his family. Shout out to his family who was by him and was able to keep this under wraps. Because sometimes, depending on the family, things get out, unfortunately. But yeah, shout out to his family to keep it very private. Yes. And shout out to his doctors keeping it very private. I'm sure yeah. they had to sign something. Oh, yeah. Because I'm sure he seemed like but one of those guys that, lo- yo, yeah. you got a, not only you got a privacy clause with the hospital, yeah. You got a privacy clause. Yeah. Me. I mean, we're keeping it. But yeah, everybody did. They did a very good job of it. Yeah. They did a very good job of it. And then, well, now we know Denzel Washington can keep a secret. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Okay. This is a fast one. So I read that San Jose, which is going, they're trying like this law promenade. So everything outside, 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 because that's so much better and stuff. San Jose is going to allow casinos to open in parking lots. This is a good idea. Isn't it? (laughs) I have questions, and then I have stuff. I have no answers. I have a casino in a parking lot. I don't even know what that looks like. Um, I've driven by and seen people doing, like, nails in a parking lot, so I know they have these little It looks like a shady... Shelters over them. It looks like a shady carnival. What is it? We ate outside, but I have no idea what a casino outside. So you're going to have a crafts table outside? (laughs) I guess. I mean. (laughs) Texas Hold'em. I mean, is that your dye on the table or is that stuff from above that has fallen? I mean, how do you know? What do you what is the bet being placed on? Also, what kind of security <laughs> I mean, do you seriously? have to have? 
Now, money is going to have to go into the casino. Let me tell you something. I mean, I have no idea. If this is the MGM Grand <laughs> or one of the big hotels over there, let me tell you something. As soon as money is leaving that table, there are 22 guys around that. <laughs> I mean, I can't. I just, I mean, yeah, it just, it was something I read and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, I'm employing Secret Service, Navy SEALs. Army Rangers, I'm getting the dudes that that do black ops for the CIA. Right. If I am a casino owner, exactly. And I'm gonna be putting my my games of chance on the outside <laughs> where that is bullets a game of chance its own, right? <laughs> knives and people can just run off with chips. Oh no. <laughs> okay, I, so, I thought. <laughs> so can I ask this question? You can ask. Okay. So you're not, you're in Vegas, right? Or what was it, San Jose? In San Jose, because okay. they're trying to get more things outside. So I'm sure San Jose is close to Reno, because that's northern Nevada, northern California. Okay. So I'm sure there there are some of the big casinos, like Harrah's has a casino over there. Or okay, like a little satellite. Well, could you imagine, like, <laughs> I don't know, Circus Circus has a... There's a casino in San, San Jose. Right. Like, they got, like, three, like, off-duty McDonald's security guards. <laughs> <laughs> they got the Taekwondo owner. Right. From down the street. From down the street. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe you can intern while you're learning. Yeah. Right? On hand experience? Maybe 10 years and older, it had to be this high at least to go Yo, do they, have the ma- do they have the mall cop w- on the Segway? Oh, oh that would be so he cool. He would be useful. Oh, my God. He would be useful. I just, I mean, it just brings all kinds this, of... This sounds like a ill-advised plan. Doesn't it? Just ill-advised. Some things are just really not meant to be outside. Could you imagine you're at the roulette wheel? You put all your money on 26 black and the wind like kicks up yeah. and it moves over to like the red number like right next to it. Yeah. Oh. I mean, so you're going to be outside, but you're going to be covered from above. You're going to have to be covered from at least you're going to have to be covered from at least three sides because of the wind and just people oh, leaning no. over and taking stuff. If you're in um, a parking lot. So what good is being outside? Hashtag money. I guess I can hardly wait to see how they come up with this and how it works out. Yo, here's the thing. <laughs> this is the thing that you have to really understand. Look at what Major League Baseball and the NBA have done. I know. They have forged ahead. I know. There were some lean days. Oh, shout out St. Louis Cardinals in on your... 26 double header that you probably played today. There was like what? There was. Um, Rob Manfred is like, we going to make this money. I know. Oh my God. And those those casinos are, we going to make this We're money. We're going to make this money somehow. We're going to make it. <laughs> yeah, those double headers. There was, I don't know. I can't remember how many were left in the season, but 
like 30 <laughs> games left in the season and they still had 45 or something. It was definitely Cardinals math. But yeah, casinos in the casinos outside in the parking lot. Now in the casinos, they have like those weird games where I don't know. It's almost like pin the tail on the donkey and you get money. I don't know. They got uh, weird stuff yeah, you now. Yeah, car and stuff. I don't know. So I don't, like, yeah. So do they bring all the games out? I have, no, like I said, I literally have no clue. And it was just, it was just like mandated that they could do it. So now I have to follow the story for another week or so to see what they come up with. Yo. But I will be fine. I will be following and finding out. You imagine you got just, you got a good hand of cards. I can't. And you're sitting outside. You can wait for this hand. Of you course. Can, you can fold in like just waiting. twelve times right. in a row. It's gonna come. It's gonna come. It's gonna come. You finally get the hand. Oh, if he dropped this ten, it's a full house. Right. Or royal flush, whatever, just cr- some crazy stuff. You about to make a boatload of money, right? Gust of wind at about thirty-five miles per hour comes up. And I would think if it gets in there, it's going to be like a little tornado, right? Windstorm. <laughs> All hell has broken loose in San Jose casinos. This just sounds ill-advised. I, know, I, know. I it this does. is this it is does. like we are reaching. We are reaching hard. Yeah. We need to start stimulating the economy. And you know what? There is no bad idea. Not at this we point. We are throwing, literally throwing stuff up against the wall. Exactly. So, okay, there's that one. You know, desperation costs for me- some some measures that I, n- I never thought I'd see, but hey, there it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to San Jose Casinos. Woo woo. Trying to trying to keep it living. Okay, so where are we? You got anything else? Um, I've got little things. I can wait. Um, you want to drop one? Okay. Um. A friend of mine posted online, and he's a total geek, um, Marvel fan, geek all the way. He had a shirt that he said he's literally been wanting, wanting since his teenage years. And it was a shirt, and the logo was just the number four and a half. So I know it's geek-related, so I'm in my mind going through, have I ever seen Sheldon wear this T-shirt? You know, maybe I can figure it out that way. And I've never seen Sheldon wear the shirt. So finally, I had to, like, ask the guy what it was. And it was from the Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Right. And the little baby, four and a half. Okay. I didn't follow Fantastic Four and stuff. So I was still going through. I'm like, okay, now that I know what it is, do I think I've ever seen him? And I've never seen it. But I just thought it was, I love things like that, like the four and a half and the stuff. So I was really happy that they got the shirt. And I thought it was cool. And I liked the little story of what four and a half means. So that's my little geeky thing. And shout out to my friend, Robert Mendez, who now is the owner of a four and a half t-shirt. And also, he will get the privilege of friend of the program. Yes, definitely. 
But he is not the only one with a new t-shirt. Who else? Your boy, Vince, had a birthday. Oh my God, have we not been on since then? Absolutely. Your boy had a birthday. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. We got these mic stands. We got mic stands. They go up and down and like we can move and we like them. And also, I feel very comfortable when I talk to you on the pod now. Which is the most important thing, except for all the funny that I drop you, entertainment, and Belinda's knowledge well, that she, gro- she drops. It is easier to be knowledgeable and witty and funny when you are comfortable. Absolutely. I noticed that my, my funny has gone up. My funny productivity has gone up by 43% since we got... New mic stance. Would you like to talk about your shirt? We do a lot of analytics here on Question Point Pod. And the analytics say that my funny production, my funny spray chart is up 43%. Congratulations. I just like using like sabermetric baseball nerdy I know tools. So tell us about my, your t-shirt. In my podcast. Yeah. Well, first of all, it was birthday time and I am a guy who really is unassuming when it comes to that specific day. I'm not looking like, "Oh, it's my birthday. Shower me with presents." Honestly, if it gets acknowledged, I get a decent meal out of it. You know, I'm good to go. I.E., he's really hard to shop for. Super hard. So, I guess there was, at some point, I had made some sort of comment about, yo, we need to get t-shirts for the pot. So, lo and behold. Thanks to your mom. August 25th. The day... That I turned 48. And thanks to a lot of me on the internet trying to get things situated and working out the details. Shout out to my wife. Shout out to the 4 foot 11 white lady. Shout out to the girl. Shout out to Marley Ma. 12 year old. A.K.A. Going on 35. Who was very excited about the idea and kept asking me every three days, ever so politely. So how's it going? We have question point pod t-shirts. They are nice. You two can have one for the low, low price of $17.99. Are you quoting that? I don't know. You have no clue. I have no clue. We have no clue. Do not take him up on that offer. Disregard that. Yeah. We have to go to the marketing people. We have to go to the marketing people and see what can happen. We are going to look into the feasibility. By the way, there'll be, you know what else I I was talking about? Tell them about your t-shirt. I am. Give me a second. Okay. Wow. She's bossy. No, I'm just excited. First and foremost, I think there's going to be merch for the podcast. I've seen 
the the future and the future is bright. The shirt is very simple, classy. Classy. Navy blue. Stylish. And it just says in lowercase letters. Question point pod. Question point podcast. That's what it says. It is not on just the front. It isn't. Where else is it? Nah, nah, player. It's on the back, too. So we so, see it when you're walking away. When you approach me, you see it. When you look behind and say, was that for real? The back of the shirt will say, yes, it was. Question point podcast t-shirts. Everybody in the house has one. Yes, we do. The girl, four foot eleven white lady, my wife, and me. Yes, we do. Happy birthday to your boy. It was an exciting birthday because through your birthday, I got an awesome t-shirt. I got an awesome stand. I got an awesome meal because you cooked for your birthday because that's the only way to get a decent meal around here. And hashtag couldn't really go out and get anything somewhere. Oh, yeah. Definitely hooked it up on my birthday. Oh, wait. No, I didn't get an awesome meal. Everybody else got an awesome meal. Why didn't you get an awesome meal? I had to go to the dentist that day. That's why we've been off for a couple weeks. Because when they dig and try to get stuff out of me, they try once and then they can't get all of it. So then a surgeon has to do it. So that's like three weeks later. And then it's in pain and I can't talk. But I went for a checkup yesterday and everything seems to be healing. The stitches are gone and all the ugliness is going away. So my mouth is healing. It's the first time that there has been some sort of doctor involved that we've got good news. I know, right? When it comes to Belinda. Right? Every time there is a doctor's appointment, there's some sort of newfound ailment that there is no name for. It just has a code of like XY67. I know. 67. Well, code on, name Nightshade. On like one of the most important doctor's visits I was going to have, going to a doctor is literally when COVID broke and everything shut down. And ever since then, it has just been a downward battle. But yes, the teeth did get taken care of. But at the end of the day, it was positive news, which was delightful in every way, except for you could not eat. I know, right? But I can now. I still have to be really gentle, um, but I can eat better. But for your birthday. What did I actually eat that day? I know I made you, steaks for you, everybody else. You used your other birthday present that I had you order. Oh, yeah. Which also we get to benefit for from. For sure. What was that? Yo, your boy got hooked up for his birthday. Let's just be honest about it. I'm super grateful, but I got a crock pot. And anybody who knows me knows that I like to cook. It's something that relaxes me, but it's something that I like to do. 
And I just like taking my time with it. Get in the kitchen. And I'll be here for two and a half hours prepping. Yep. Just prepping. So. So that's what I ate was what you made in that. Were steaks made for everybody in the house. I don't eat red meat, but I don't. I show love to everybody in the house. I couldn't chew. So, I made some ground turkey chili. Let me tell you something about this chili. First of all, the crock pot worked. That was awesome. I was excited about that. Now, the chili was so good. Because your boy makes it from scratch. You know. I don't play around. There's no help. There's no like, oh, I'm going to put some chili mix in this. No, no. These seasonings, they go down in the most authentic way possible. I make it all happen. It was yummy. And let me tell you something. It was delicious. And I thank God that day for a lot of things. For my wife, for my family, for my mom. For the ability to cook. And just blessing me with fantastic, delicious meals. And friends. And just everybody who really hooked it up. Marley. Everybody hooked it up that day. I didn't get no. You know, I didn't get any trouble from her. On nope. that day. No. Nope. Zero. No. Nope. That's so, because she fantastic. got up early to do stuff for you. She like filled the kitchen with some balloons. She hung up a sign. She did a bunch of stuff first thing in the morning. So she was like knocked out in the afternoon. Yo. She had made you the cakes. I've been I've been working for three hours. It's time for a no. six hour break. No, she had been up. She'd been up and doing stuff. No, nah, she she, she put she, she put she put time in that day. Yeah, she did. But she was beat. <laughs> yeah, she, she was beat. Is it that time? I like the convoluted answer. Yeah, it is that time. If that answer made a lot of sense to you, you are at the right pod. You if that answer, Belinda. if that answer made a lot of sense to you, if you want. Me to look into the stuff you want talked about, send it to me. <laughs> yup. Who, Who was a better spouse today at Question Point Pie? I'm not really sure because it seemed pretty even. You pick. Or do you want to flip a coin? No. Nope. Or do you have a pick? Always do. Okay. And it is? The winner. Of this week's question point pod is Boots the Cat. Yay, Boots! He's been sitting here for the last 20 minutes going, Hey, dude, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. Why are you up? I want to play, he says. I want to play. And if you're going to be up, you and I are going to play. So, he is the winner of Question Point Pie this week. I am willing to grant it to him. This is how we're going to end our show. 
first and foremost, we want to thank you. And also, we want to talk about what is coming next week. What is coming? Belinda, I got something that is going to ignite the fires of our fan base and get probably more fans. That would be awesome. What is it? What is it? What is it? We're going back to the 80s next week. Okay. I liked the 80s. I was, you know, 20s. It was nice. Not me. I was, I was a... Well, I was 20s in, like, 84. So the first couple years of the 80s, I was, you know... And that time when I would be graduating high school and moving. Not me. Where were you, honey? Uh, junior high school. High, uh, yeah, junior high school and high school. Okay, so? So, but we're going back to the 80s. Okay. We are going to do a bracket-style tournament, and we are going to take, we're going to take the lines from movies that impacted us or impacted the world and we're going to have a bracket style tournament to see who is the winner who had the best line in the movies from the 80s well that sounds interesting it's gonna be dope it's gonna be fun if you have lines from a movie that you think should be in you hit us up on twitter you hit us up on Instagram. You hit us up anywhere you can find us. If you are a close friend, you can text. If you are a not-so-close friend, you can write a letter. However you need to do it, just get down with us next week. That's going to do it for the show. Again, I'm Vince. And I am Belinda. And we want to wish you a fantastic week and we can't wait to entertain you again next week. Bye.